uh, Bible Baptist Church has no singing in our services. But we can always sing deep in our hearts. We need to hide the songs, those songs, in our <clears throat> very heart. Amen. I don't know if hastang uh, amen dilipwede. We refrain from. Uh, we refrain from uh, speaking to each other, and so. Well. To be honest with you, uh, my heart was heavy. Um, I, I had a strange feeling uh, early this morning. I feel if, as if the Lord would come today. Uh, I could feel rapture, uh, thinking over um, Typhoon rolling hit uh, Kasiguran, Aurora Province, Quezon Province, and uh, very likely would affect Metro Manila. And I, I was monitoring the uh, the uh, <clears throat> weather uh, news from abroad, and the American meteorologist said that he was asked, which is more powerful? Um, the uh, Typhoon Haiyan or Yolanda, which has reached 370 per hour. Roli has reached, is reaching 379, their typical uh, design. Unsaka powerful si Yolanda, very likely, pariya uh, sila power kang Roli. And it's it's uh, it's now uh, hitting, starting there sa ilang lugar. And sad is tomorrow morning magsunotisyoni more powerful than rolling. In the midst of this pandemic, just imagine. In the midst of this pandemic, and uh, without singing in our church, I just feel the Lord could come. And uh, sometimes ginapalawam na kung nauna na kung kasing-kasing akong ginawa. The Lord could really come today. I believe with all of my heart, this is my personal conviction, that the Lord will come Sunday, Sunday. And uh, so, I'm glad we're part of the service while basi taud-taud mo, kalit ni rapture. Be ready. Be ready. If you're not saved, palihoy, pakipalong sa suga, ha? And, uh, ang susi sa kong pick-up na dito sa, sani, paki, palihog lang, paki, uh, paandar, katingalig mahotdan, o gano, uh, sani? Well, we're happy we're saved. We're happy we're saved. Um, before we start, I would like to, I was supposed to organize our mission in Moncayo with Brother Darwin Gales. And uh, that was um, at the beginning of the pandemic. So our trip was postponed. And so there are people who had been saved that wanting to be baptized. We always believe this, that 
Um, missions cannot baptize because they are not a church. Baptism is the authority comes from the local church. And it is my conviction also that we do not allow preachers who are not ordained to baptize or minister. So uh, I, was, I was going to send Brother Lunaire to go there, but because of the travel restrictions, so uh, we, we come up with an idea that uh, we can ask Brother Vincent, he's an ordained uh, preacher, anytime today he will go there to baptize. But we have to inform the local church to, for them to be properly baptized. Uh, there are eight of them. Number one, Ruben Karamugan, 51 years old. Uh, Rumilen Karamugan, 16 years old. Save September. Uh, and now we will not, because of time. Romer Karamugan, um, 13 years old. Jay Olarita, uh, 10 years old. Number five, Grace Olarita. Number uh, six, uh, Joylin Lonesto. Number seven, Riciel Cabales. Number, what's number eight here? Number eight, I guess it's here. Uh, Jasper Sebio. So, Brother Vincent is going to administer the baptism in my behalf. So, as a church, we will now give authority to Brother Vincent and to baptize these following people. And that means Naila membership will be added to Guerrero. And uh, when they are organized, uh, they will move their membership from here to their church. And so, is there one of the men who will make a motion that we authorize Brother Vincent Abanto to baptize in the behalf of Pastor Wingai? Please, uh, any, any of the men, raise your hand. Okay, I said, I, I make a move that, a motion that we, we authorize Brother Vincent. Anyone from the men? What could you assign so any of you would, would raise your hand to make a motion? Okay, see, Sir Greg, go ahead. Uh, minister in the baptism there. Okay. Uh, there is a motion made by Brother Greg. It's the second who will, uh, see, Sir Marlon will second the motion. If the, it is the church's pleasure to give Brother Aban to the authority to baptize in my behalf, please say a good heart to amen. So no one will oppose. So that is uh, the, uh, the, the motion has been approved by the body. And God's people say amen. Uh, the uh, father of Mom Abba Simaringa uh, passed away yesterday, and the uh, the <clears throat> the body lies in their house. The kudiratung dating abalay ni Mayor Duterte na ditulang balay. So I'm going to send the the Bible students or the workers, men only, to conduct a service there on Tuesday, and then I do. Uh, I will do the uh, interment on Friday. Uh, only 10 people are allowed to enter the uh, cemetery. So they gave me and one more sa Mamelsi. Ilahang eight ako ang duha. Makasulod. They're very strict karang Friday. So uh, be, be praying for the family. Your Bible please tonight, this morning. Um, <clears throat> I like that special, Blessed Assurance. How many of you like that song? 
Amen. So, instead of amen, just raise your hand. Basing, appeal ang amen, ha? Kasi nagabasa sa EO. Okay, so, um, blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. That's my, pre- that, that's my message this morning. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 12. 2 <clears throat> Timothy chapter 1, and verse number 12. Mama Elsa and I tried to stay at home this week. And uh, to prepare for the service today. Second Timothy chapter 1, please, in your Bible. Let us all rise this time. And follow me through your eyes as I read our text this morning. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Second Timothy 1.12 Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that he, he, thank the Lord for that, that he is able, thank God, our God is able, he's still able, to keep that which I have committed. By the way, the word committed means deposited unto him against that day. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God. Uh, we have a mixed emotion this morning. But Lord, we know the government is doing things to prevent us from scattering the disease. And it's understandable. But being your people, we are used to singing because singing is actually part of our worship. We cannot have worship through worship without singing. And we have kept those songs these songs in our hearts to these years. These songs have inspired us. These songs have helped us carry the message of the word of God, great doctrines of the faith. Help me, Lord, today. I totally empty myself and just allow the Holy Spirit to preserve me through the word of God, through the preaching of the word of God today. Bless, Lord, those who are present, your people. May souls be saved while there is still time. Bless those who are watching in their homes, their Father. Thank you, for you are the same today, yesterday, and forever. The goodness of the Lord endureth, and his mercy endureth through all generations. In Jesus' name. That's our hearts today. In Jesus' name, we say amen and amen. Kindly be seated today. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Allow me to sing a few songs today for you. And while I sing these songs, sing with me with your heart. We need to keep these songs in our hearts. They have been great, great blessings to us. They had been our inspiration. They had been our, our source of joy in serving the Lord. <clears throat> Blessed as you answer, Ellen. You have to stay there in the piano, I guess. And um, <clears throat> Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Make it lower. 
Blessed assurance. Sing it with me. Sing with your with your heart. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Ear of salvation, purchase of God. Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. And let me ask, let me ask to mga asserts, sold out ng ticket? And uh, napay, subra? And so, this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, perfect delight, visions of rapture now burst on my side. Angels descending, bring from above, echoes of mercy, whispers of love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Let me share with you the story behind Blessed Assurance. Francis Jane Crosby, known as Fanny Crosby, was born in New York on March 24, 1820. March 24, 1820. As a baby, she had an eye infection which a quack doctor treated by placing hot uh, faulties on her red inflamed eyelids. Ginokdok bitawang apart sa kahoy, butang. The infection did clear up, but scars formed on the eyes, and the baby girl became blind for life, Fanny Crosby. A few months later, Fanny's dad became ill and died. Mercy Crosby, widowed at 21, hired herself out as a maid, while grandmother Eunice took care of little Fanny. Grandmother took the education of her little granddaughter on herself and became the girl's eyes, vividly describing the physical world. Grandmother's careful teaching helped develop Fanny's descriptive abilities. But grandmother also nurtured Fanny's spirit she read and carefully explained the Bible to her, and she was always, since she always emphasized the importance of prayer. When Fanny became depressed because she couldn't learn other as other children did, grandmother taught her to pray to God for knowledge. In 1834, Fanny learned of the New York Institute for the Blind and knew this was the answer to her prayer for an education. 
She entered the school when she was 12 and went on to teach there for 23 years. She became somewhat of a celebrity at the school and was called upon to write poems for almost every conceivable occasion. On March 5, 1858, Fanny married Alexander Van Alstein, a former pupil at the Institute. He was a musician who was considered one of the finest organists in the New York area. One evening, Fanny's friend and composer, Phoebe Palmer Knapp, was visiting and played a tune on the piano. She was playing. Asking Fanny what it sounded like, Fanny responded, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Pebby and Fanny then continued to sing the melody and write the lyrics together. That was the beginning of this song. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. I have three thoughts this morning on that great hymn of faith. Taken from that great, the thoughts are taken from that, remembering those words. Number one, singing this great hymn of faith. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine, reminds us of our eternal salvation in Jesus. I say amen to that. Every time we sing that song, we are reminded that we are saved. Our souls are saved eternally. Eternally secure in the hand of Jesus. 2 Timothy 1 verse 12, For the which cause Paul said, I also suffered these things, but... Look at the word, nevertheless, he says. Nevertheless, I am not offended. I am not discouraged. I am not ashamed. Thank God for that. Paul here emphasizes his confidence. He expresses his confidence. Ang iyang pagsalig kang Jesus. He's great. Said, I am not ashamed. I am fully persuaded. Paul was not ashamed. Why? Because he knew that Christ was faithful and Christ would, would keep him. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 24, Faithful, Paul said, Faithful is he that calleth you. He's God that calleth you who also will do it. God is faithful. He says in Philippians 1, verse number 6, Being confident, he says, of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you, he says, will perform it. Will carry it through. Will see it through that you will be arriving in heaven. Being confident of this very thing. That he which hath begun a good work in you, will perform it until the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. First Corinthians 10, look at verse 13. There hath no temptation taken you. But such is common to man. God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able. Thank God. God is faithful. Can you say my God is faithful. My God is faithful. Note his emphasis on the person of Christ. He said I know whom. Underline that. I know whom I have believed. You see, salvation is not the result of believing certain doctrines. Though doctrines are important. 
Remember that they are important. You know, uh, yes, a sinner is saved because he believes in a person. And that person is no other than the Lord Jesus Christ. A sinner is saved by believing in Jesus, the Savior. Paul had deposited his soul in the care and keeping of the Savior. And Paul was sure that Jesus Christ would faithfully guard that he deposited. He said, I, whatever he has deposited in the care of Jesus Christ, I know whom, not what, but I know whom I have believed. Thank God. In John 10, 28, Jesus says, And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall pluck them out of my hand. I know whom, which is Jesus. I know, yes. I know him to be myself. Do you know him? Do you know him? Second song says, I know whom I have believed. Since we cannot sing it, you can sing it with me, with, all you, with your heart this morning. You can sing it with me. Sa inyong kasing-kasing. I know that why God's wondrous grace to me had made known nor why unworthy Rise in love, redeem me for his own. But I know whom I had believed, and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that I know not how this saving faith to me he did impart, nor how believing in his word wrought peace within my heart. But I know whom I had believed. And I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. I know not when my Lord may come at night or noonday fair. Nor if I walk the bale with him or meet him in the air. What's out? But a few minutes from now, mabuto ang rapture. I feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. But I know who I had believed and I'm persuaded. That he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. You know who wrote this song? Daniel W. Weasel. I said, I just like the Daniel W. Weasel in this hymn. We too may 
know not. The why? As to the grace of God. God's grace. Yet despite this lack of knowledge or understanding in godly things, when we look at our salvation in Christ, you and I can declare, we too can declare with confidence, it does not matter that I know not why, because I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. I know not why this saving faith, he says, to me he did impart, nor how believing in his word wrought peace within my heart. There are so many things in this life that I may, you and I may not know. But one thing is certain this morning. We say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because we know whom we have believed. We know Jesus Christ. Let me share with you the background of 2 Timothy 1 verse number 12. Paul at this time was in a Roman prison. Very near to the end of his life. In this epistle, he writes to the younger Timothy, encouraging to be not ashamed of the testimony of the Lord, nor of Paul being in prison. Instead, Timothy should be willing to suffer for the gospel's sake, because the gospel was about our Savior, Jesus Christ. Look at verse number 9, 2 Timothy chapter 1. Look at verse number 9 in your Bible, where it, there it says, For who hath saved us? And called us with holy calling. Not according to our works. But according to his own purpose. And grace. Thank the Lord for that. I was listening this morning early. From, from the house to church. I was so happy. Now uh, I FM was saying. Uh, they call themselves Christian. So. I really love it. Ang sa mga balaan. Siya mo balik at tung matinumanon. Katung matinumanon nga nagabuhat. Uy, Galigson, he's coming to those who are saved by the grace of God. He's coming. He's coming to those who are saved by the grace of God. Second Timothy 1, look at verse number 6, please. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on my hands. For God had not called us to spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. We're not terrified by what is happening today. Early this morning, I got to be thinking of the many, many hundreds and thousands of people who are affected with the, the virus all over the world today. Every day, it seems increasing, even in our city. Plus the, plus the uh, powerful typhoon hitting our our country this morning and 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 tomorrow and just think of the people who are who are uh, placed in evacuation center with all of the with all of the disease going on in the pandemic today and with all of what we are saying today i felt bad about it i i felt so bad about it but at the same time my heart rejoices because i know jesus christ is coming back what is the purpose of Paul in writing this to Timothy? In this exhortation to Timothy, Paul is admonishing him. And as believers in Christ, we, we, we believers in Christ, to confess confidently Jesus as our Savior. To be convinced of his gospel-saving power. To be committed to serving him to the end. Up to the end we serve the Lord. 
Look at verse 8. Be not thou therefore ashamed at the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the affliction of the gospel according to the power of God, who hath saved us and called us. Verse number 10. But now is made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death, who hath brought life, immortality to light through the gospel. For I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher to the Gentiles, for the which cause I also suffer these things. But nevertheless, I am not ashamed. I am not discouraged. Listen to Paul's con- confession here. I know whom I have believed. Do you know him in a personal way? Is he your savior? I know, he says. I know whom. By the way, knowledge is based on information. And information can be classified as general, general, or uh, uh, there's, there's one, uh, general, uh, and uh, it can also be classified as, that is the common, general is a common knowledge, and uh, there's that uh, also intimate, intimate uh, um, uh, um, information. General information can be classified as um, uh, general uh, because uh, of, of, of what you hear from somebody. Usually it means common knowledge which is normally received from someone else. And uh, uh, do you believe in the historical Jesus? Which is a general knowledge of whom others have told you about. Or do you totally know him in an intimate way? Either you know him in a general sense or in an intimate way. I know him because I have experience with him. Intimate is what that which is experienced or comes from having closeness in that you know. For example, we all know, we, we profess that we know President Duterte. We know him. But the question, we turn it around. Question is, does he know you? Kabalubas si Yes, every one of us said, I know President Duterte. In fact, I see him every day on news. The question is, do you, does he know you? Atum balihon? You say, I know God. That is general information. I know Jesus. General information. But, now, we can stand with with Bongo and Bongo we said I know the president it takes it takes away from it takes one steps or steps away from from us who profess we know him you see intimate intimate knowledge is it, it simply means you you know him by experience or or or, or having closeness with the one you know and, and let me say, this is the type of knowledge spoken of here by the Apostle Paul. The word know here is the Greek oida, which means to have seen or perceived, to have knowledge of something completely. Paul says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Do you know him? I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. Oh, blessed assurance. Jesus, Jesus is mine. Blessed assurance, Jesus, Jesus is mine. And all of God's people, how do we know Jesus? 
How do we know Jesus? Do you know Jesus Christ? Say Amen this morning. First of all, let me take you to steps knowing Jesus. We know Jesus is us as our friend. Is he your friend? He calls us our friend. Yes, do you know him? But as many as receive him, to them gave the power to become the sons of God. Look at John 6, verse number 66, please. In the book of John, chapter 6, verse number 66. Here's something we need to see. John 6, 66. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Who are these disciples? They followed Jesus because of the bread. They followed Jesus because of the material aspect they get from following Jesus. So they quit following Jesus then. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you go away? Will you also go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of God. We know it by experience. We know Jesus as our friend. We know Jesus as our friend. Yes, what a friend we have in Jesus. How many of you remember that song? Very favorite, all of us. I wish I still have the voice to sing it. Since we cannot sing, I will sing it with you. We love this song. We know Jesus is our friend. He is our friend. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry. Everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we open for it. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not care. Everything to God in prayer. Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can't we find a friend so faithful? Who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. I'm glad that we know Jesus as a friend. Number two, we know him deeper as we choose to walk with him every day. The friendship is getting deeper and deeper. We know more and more and more of Jesus. In the book of Luke chapter number 24, beginning from verse number 13 to 43, we have a story about two disciples. 
Going home to Emmaus. About 7, 8, 9 kilometers from Jerusalem. And I just imagine they, that was the resurrection morning. It seems to me that these two disciples, Cleopas, some said it was his wife, Mary. Some said uh, some of the disciples, but they're going home. It seems to me that they decided to quit on believing in Jesus and following Jesus. They left their home in Emmaus when they surrendered to the full-time service. Now that they were bewildered, now that they were confused, what happened to Jesus? They have given everything for the cause of Christ. And now, some said that he rose from the dead. Some said, and so many stories, some said that he was stolen. And some said that he's still dead. And these two were walking, going back to their home in the house in verse 13. Behold, two of them went the same day to a village called Emmaus. And they talked together all of these things which he had, what, which had happened. And they were probably so discouraged. I can imagine Kananduha, while they, they walk back to their home, they had a very discouraged heart, defeated heart, cold and indifferent heart. And while they walk and talk, commune together, all of a sudden a strangers joined them. Their, their heart, their, their, their eyes were holding that they would not recognize him. That was already the resurrected Jesus. You see, as we walk through the journeys of life, our knowledge of him would go deeper as we walk close with him. Walk with Jesus. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, a stranger joined them. Tuluna sila karun. And this stranger, this stranger asked them something in verse 17. said, what manner of communication are these that you have one to another? As you walk in our side. Walk in our side, he said. Let me tell you, these two disciples were downhearted. These two disciples were confused going home. It seems that the record shows they were going, they were giving up on Jesus. Jesus himself drew near and went with them. Friend, let me say this, that in the midst of your trouble, expect Jesus to walk with you. Amen. When you are, when you are feeling alone, expect Jesus to walk with you. The truth is Jesus, Jesus Christ now sees where you are. Jesus understands the kind of road you are trudging today. Right now, despite of the fact that he knew he's God, he was the center of the news, despite the fact that he knew the cause of their sorrow deep inside of their heart, yet still he asked them, what, he says, what kind of communication is this you are having as you walk in our side? You know what? He spent time to ask to listen. Their story, friend, whatever it is troubling you right now, Jesus is about, he, he's, he, he knows about it, and he will listen to you. 
I, I, I remember that song sung by the kids. God is working on me to make me what I ought to be. You remember, remember that? It takes him just a week to make the moon and stars. What else? It takes him just a week to make the moon and stars, the Jupiter and Mars. Just a week to make the whole creation, the moon and the stars. But God is patiently waiting for me for years. He made everything. But look at your life now. Look at your struggle now. He's still listening to you. He's still considering you. He knows you. He wants you. The years that you tried to rebel against God, the year that you tried to ignore Him, He's still patient, working on you. Yes. About the song in the garden, Amen. Remember that song in the garden? Raise your hand. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear the sun of God discloses and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry has ever known. Philippians 3 verse 10 that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. We know him. We know Jesus as a friend. We know him deeper as we, we choose to walk with him. And then number three, we get to know Jesus deeper by totally entrusting our affections toward him. But no matter what, Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. I live, yet not I. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So long as I am still in this life, I'll continually trust and obey. When we walk with the Lord, trust and obey. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. 
while we do his good will he abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey trust and obey for there's no other be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey not a shadow can rise not a cloud in the sky but a smile quickly rhymes it away not a doubt nor a fear not a sight nor a can abide while we trust and obey, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Number one, singing this great hymn of faith, blessed assurance, Jesus' mind, number one, reminds us of our eternal salvation in Jesus. Number two, singing this blessed assurance assures us of the divine presence of the Lord in all walks of life. Hebrews 13 verse 5, for he had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Hebrews 13 verse number 6, so that he may, we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do unto me. Jesus will walk with us in the midst of fire. Jesus will walk with us in the midst of fire. Nebuchadnezzar decided to, throw, to cast the three Hebrew men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, into the fire. They decided the wicked hands cast Daniel into the den of lions. Their purpose was to alter Daniel. To keep Daniel from praying to God. However, God came to him to protect him. In the prison, of, of, an angel was sent. The angel of God came to shut the lion's mouth. In other words, Jesus himself came. Daniel's story is told... It is told in the Bible to firm up our confidence in the sovereignty of God. Daniel chapter 3. Nebuchadnezzar cast three Hebrew men. These three Hebrew men into the fire. As the king peered into the fire. Expecting to see his enemies burn to ashes. But that's not what he saw. Turning to his servant. To his servant, he asked, did we not cast three men into the fire? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what, what we, that, that is what we have done, sir. Three men were cast into, they were tied up and then cast into the fire. Nebuchadnezzar, but, but wait a minute. Why do I see four men loose and walking in the midst of the fire? And they had no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. You see, reality that confronted, the very reality that confronted King Nebuchadnezzar is, how can mortal men walk in the fire such as this and not be burned? Number two, and who's that mysterious friend who joined them in the flames? 
Amazing sight. This is the biggest, probably the most stunning miracle he had ever witnessed in all of his life. My friend Jesus will walk with me down to the valley. Jesus will walk with me down to the valley. Mamelan, please. I can hear those three Hebrew men singing. You know, the original Hebrew Bible says, he peered into the fire. You know, not only seeing three men lose, he was hearing those men singing. And I may suggest the song they sang. Jesus will walk with me. Jesus will walk with me down to the valley. Jesus will walk with me over the plain. When in the shadow or when in the sunshine. If he goes with me, I shall not complain. Jesus will walk with me, he will talk with me, he will walk with me. In joy or in sorrow, today and tomorrow, he will, he will walk with me. Oh, they were holding hands probably silang upat. As if naalang sila sa sala. The men to the fire. The men, in fact, the men that threw them into the fire became dead instantly because of the heat. Because of the heat, so hot. But these four men holding hands together and joyfully proclaim, "Jesus will walk with me. Jesus will walk with me. He will talk with me. He will walk." with me in joy or in sorrow today and tomorrow I know he will walk with me yes he will walk with me David said yeah though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me thou art with me Joshua 1 verse 9, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither thou be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee. And listen to this, whithersoever thou goest. Wherever you go. Number three, last point now. Whenever we sing this great hymn of faith, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. We are firmly assured that Soon he is coming back. Soon he is coming back to take us with him into that wonderful place called heaven. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep everything I have deposited. I have deposited my soul into safe into his safekeeping. I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed. And I'm fully persuaded. I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. What day? The day of his coming. All of God's plan and purpose for us are 
centered upon one person, I know whom. If the rapture takes place today, I will be in heaven because I know whom. Not I know what. Take membership away from it. Good works away from it. Jesus stands alone. I know whom. The, that person is the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt must I do to be saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Paul's confidence is based on three things. As I close, one, based on the person of God. I know whom I have believed. The word means to know by personal experience. Paul is telling us that he has the confidence in the Lord because he knows the Lord. He has experienced God's power firsthand. He knows God, what God can do. Number one, based on the person of God, his confidence based, his confidence was based in the power of God. Paul reminds that God is able. I know he's able. Whatever problem we're going through today, he's able. You can never say, well, I think, Pastor, I'm sinner enough. I'm the worst sinner in town. The God will not save me. God is still able. You have so many needs piling up in your life. You are bewildered. You are confused. I want to announce to you this morning that the God we serve is able. Simply means he has the power to do everything. We are kept by the power of God. He has confidence in the person of God. He has confidence in the power of God. Number three, Paul has confidence in the promises of God. Paul tells us that he's persuaded about God's ability to preserve our souls. Like that of Abraham, he never questioned God. He staggered not in the promise of God, but he believed with all of his heart. God is able. God is able. Let us all stand up, please. <coughs> In prayer. Sir Greg will give the invitation. <coughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Sir Greg.